0: What's up, everybody? We got Daniel Allison, the average dude, on with us this week. We're talking about fear and anxiety, and we got some tools and tips for you to be able to use if that fear and anxiety does creep up in your life, so listen in right now. Gentlemen, welcome to the Purpose-Infused Brotherhood, the podcast
1: where men come to build, battle, and bond together and be the best versions of themselves. If you're a man who's ever felt out of alignment with his purpose, then you're in the right place to reignite the fire and infuse male purpose into your life every single day. And now your hosts, John Doe and Clay Smeltzer.
0: What's up, everybody? We got an exciting, exciting episode here today. I'm super excited to have Daniel Allison here, uh, the man from Spartanburg, downtown. Just had the sirens go past. It's awesome. <laughs> right here for a little bit. That's okay. But today, we're going to talk about fear and anxiety with Daniel. We're going to spend about 30 to 45 minutes here with Daniel. We're going to talk about fear. We're going to talk about anxiety. how's it show up in your life? He's going to give you some tools too. And at the end, he's going to give you three tools that you can use to help overcome fear, overcome that anxiety that you're feeling in your life. Uh, You might be able to help somebody else with that as well. John, what's up, my brother? How are you? Say what's up and then uh, let him know about Daniel.
2: I'm very well, very well. Uh, Super glad to be here. And uh, I figured it's going to be a good one. You got John Doe and the average dude. So, you know, know? Um, Daniel is Daniel is, Daniel Allison is the average dude. He's committed to sharing his story and hopes that he can inspire others to be the best that they can be and to be better humans. Because better humans make better teams and better teams make better companies. So he's uh, he's out trying to increase the uh, the workspace and he's a relationship manager with Waldrop Mechanical. He's 25 years in sales and business development. So we look forward to his uh, exciting knowledge and mm-hmm. get ready, so yeah know what you got for our for our listeners
1: yeah yeah hey sorry I, I, I probably should have worded that a little better for you john Barry. you know I, I, that was a quick bio but hey uh but yeah 25 years in business development i call myself the average dude and i love doing things like this you know meeting two guys that i've never met before talk to clay on the phone mm-hmm. but this opportunity to communicate to exchange what's going on in my life what's going on in y'all's life I'm certainly not special that's why I call myself the average dude
2: yeah.
1: and and so the things that I talk about today I have fun I get excited but at the end of the day I'm an average dude right <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it love it hey yeah. what would you I like can say you got the uh, conversations with the average dude uh podcast um, mm-hmm. where can they find that what, what channels can they find out on your podcast
1: So I use, I use anchor and this will probably be something that we get into, but a lot of the things that I'm doing right now, it's just getting those reps, getting, getting something out there, getting over that hump. I don't believe in, it doesn't have to be perfect. I spent a lot of time doing nothing. So now I just want to get it out there. So I use anchor. It's essentially, it shotguns it to all the available uh, podcast platforms. That being said, I'm just not up on all the technology at one day. We'll start adding some, (laughs) there. So little by little, I'm learning about these things, Clay. But if folks find Daniel Allison, the average dude, conversations will come up. Uh, My live that I do with my cousin that I really love. I do those every week, Thursday at 1130. Uh, We interview people around town. We're going to start going out into the community and interviewing people. And uh, so, yeah. So the client. Google Daniel Allison, the average dude, you'll find me. (laughs)
0: Yes, nice. Love it. Love it. What Daniel, in our brotherhood, we always do a win for the week. What's a great win for your for for this past from last what is it? Wednesday? Last Wednesday to this way. What's a great win win? You you know, sometimes there's this
1: ebb and flow, the way that that business goes, the way that our lives go, personal, everything. Right now things are just clicking, right? Sometimes things are just clicking. And so very grateful from a business standpoint and, and some other things that are happening a big win for the week though my grandmother who is 94 years old 94 years old she is in so i just got word just got the text before i joined you guys uh she's gonna have open heart surgery at 94 years old they don't do that unless you are in really good shape
0: yeah
1: and and so everybody's excited of course that the you know they did some tests and things and so hey She's got a chance, man, at ninety-four to get to get surgery. He said she's in such great health that if he can do this surgery, that you know, she's who knows, right? So,
0: awesome, So, unbelievable. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool
1: that's cool. my big win. I just got that news. So she's down in Charleston, and uh, if 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 we do have the surgery, I think it'll be probably Friday. So I'll go down there on Friday. So. Okay.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Man. Well, well, we'll keep her in mind and everything like that too, and yeah. everything goes well. So. Awesome, Thank man. You. We are we are here to talk about anxiety and fear, man, and mm-hmm. and I think that's that's two of the big things. I think fear can really hold us back from, from achieving and ch- chasing our dreams and being the man that we really want to be, the man, husband, father that we really want to be. Um, fear can do that. Uh, anxiety has been a big part of my life that uh, I have had to overcome a lot with that. Uh, yeah. So we just so I first wanted to let you jump into how has fear shown up in your life or how has anxiety shown up in your life at, you know, at what level, you know, has it been, uh, for me, it was a a full blown out anxiety attack, panic attack, you know, where it was that point in my life where I was like, Hey, like shit, shit hit the fan. I needed to change, you know? And was it, was it that for you? How did those two things show up in your life? Uh,
1: it kept kept me hidden from the world for 20 plus years. Clay. I mean, just hold up like a little, I mean, just lost in the wilderness, you know, didn't think I was at so many different psychological issues going on there. But at the end of the day, just afraid of the world's judgment, afraid to find out where I actually ranked, right? So you can sit back, oh, I can do that if I wanted to, but you get into the game and you figure out where you are real quick. And so it takes courage to find that out, but, you know, once you cross that line and you say, hey, I commit to to living my best life, then, you know, I, I, I do believe that it's true. Everything that we want is on the other side of fear. So this could not be a more important topic. Because I okay, don't care if you're an average dude or super talented, got an IQ of 150. Getting over your fear is the only way that you're going to live a fulfilled life.
0: Yeah, I uh, 100% agree with you. What were some of those big fears that you might have had that, that kind of creeped up in for you? Because you did talk about it a little bit there. Where you talking yeah. about? Hey, I hid. Well, yeah. What did you hide behind? Um. What mask did you put on?
1: Oh yeah. Well, I, I guess I guess for a lot of you know, for me, um, it was it was it was I was I was afraid to let people know who I was. You know, so there there was a mask depending on the person that I was around with the mask that they got. I was a chameleon, and you know, I probably put on the happy face. Much more than than what was actually happening, and what that turns into. I, I was a pleasure-seeking, undisciplined fool, essentially. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, and 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 so becoming more disciplined. The the way that I explain my my progress is, I became more disciplined. I started doing the small things, started trusting myself, and that led to more confidence, which led to these uncomfortable uh, activities.
2: Yeah. How long? You, how long have you been? in this process of uh creating a better version of you uh
1: november the 11th 2014 about 6 30 p.m
2: wow. uh, so
1: the, yeah so uh i was on linkedin i didn't post anything on linkedin i didn't i wasn't active on the account but someone reached out to me it was a life coach i had I was familiar somewhat with this personal development stuff, but I, I was just too busy playing my blame game victim story, telling people what I could have done had I tried instead of, you know, it was just that type of deal. So I, I had stiff armed this life coach that wanted to talk to me and she she wouldn't give up for whatever reason. Maybe she thought I had money. I didn't, <laughs> but, but she called me one evening. I got on the phone with her. And I started telling her kind of what, you know, some of the things that had happened in my life and, you know, the near misses and things of this nature and, and kind of finger pointing blame gaining and, hey, you can't fix me, you know, I kind of threw it all on her. And, and I had been used to people going, oh man, that's terrible. And just buying into my story and, oh yeah, I, I see, that's, that's bad. Well, that did me no good. It did nobody any good, right? What she said is, and now what, <laughs> you know, I mean, and I was like, I was like, excuse me, <laughs> you know, and, and, and she said, Daniel, I, I hear what you're saying. She said, but you're only 38 years old. You know, at that time I was only 38. She said, you've got the rest of your, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? And, and something just clicked. I have had, i have had many people through the years that, that really tried to help me. So for whatever reason, that particular moment, that particular time, the way that she approached me, things just lined up, and I stood up out of my chair. I got, had chills. I said, I'm doing
0: it. Hey, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty. We're back, though. Dang, after, keep right. it going, man. Keep
1: it <laughs> going. I was on a roll, too. But, <laughs> yeah, so I, I stood up out of my chair, got the chills. You know, I, I felt it more than intellectually I felt it physically you know it. I got out of my head got into my heart I, I give a speech about that get out of your head get into your heart and when I did that I started I, I felt it physically I had the chills I had an energy you know I was drinking a beer at the time that I was talking to her I mean this this was my mindset you know but I put that beer down I stood up the the chills came i told her i will be at the gym at 5 a.m in the morning of course she she was from new york so this was just a not i didn't know this lady but she changed my life in one conversation
0: Yeah.
1: and so i went to the gym the next morning at 5 a.m i took a picture of the gym as i was walking in and <laughs> sent it to her to let her know hey i'm doing it yeah. and uh ever since then you know of course you have Ever since then, that's my default mode, right? When I get off track, the best thing to do when you get off track, get back on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I just said, this is who I am. This is what I do. And I'm not thinking about the past anymore. We can talk about it in times like, it don't matter. All that matters is now. And, and I just have thrown myself into that mindset. And, and I just, like I say, I started at that point. Uh, Clay and and John, just doing, doing things that showed self-discipline that were very simple things, getting up early, making my bed, 10,000 steps per day, journaling, all the things that we hear, cold showers, anything to, to overcome the mind. When my mind says, do this, I don't have to listen to you. I can do, I'm in control. I'm the observer, right? I'm the observer. I am operating as the, uh, as the player and not the avatar right? I'm, I'm the player of the game, not the digital representation. So, uh, when I did this, I was able to step out of, of self and and ego and, and just be the most effective I can with what I have.
0: Yes.
2: All right. Well, I'll tell you, sounds like your, your mission is going well so far.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, Seven years in something like that.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and, and that's kind of, I get you. I mean, that's where I was about five years ago now, five, yeah. six years ago. Now. It was, you know, my, I got married when I was 20 years old and had been, you know, my kids were all grown. My, my youngest one was getting ready to be his senior year, you know? And it's like, shit, now what am I going to do? You know what yeah. I mean? And it's like, now, you know, I got to start thinking about what I'm going to do now. That these guys aren't going to be here anymore, you know? No. And, and started i listened to les brown georgia dome speech uh like for 30 days straight i'd seen him on a podcast one time and he said to, to listen to that for 30 days straight <laughs> change your life yep. and did. And i mean it was like you know i'll tell you and i would tell the listeners listen to that yep. um, and you know and then again is ed my let ed let said something he said you know when you when you meet the man that he feels that when you die you meet the man that god intended you to be and he didn't want that guy to be a stranger and that that hit me like a sledgehammer. I was like, yeah. yeah, I need to, I need to do more and be more. And so yeah. I kind of dug into, I've read probably read and listened to probably 300 books in the last four years now. And, uh, that's great, man. grown myself just to try to be better and, and, to, you know, so yeah. And the the brotherhood has helped me tremendously and
1: yeah, that's it, great. That's yeah, great. What's going on? Yeah. That's fantastic. And, you know, you make an excellent point. We, you know, we all have in our minds, we, we know that there's this path, this best self path and and we're on this path and we're like, man, I want to be on that best self path. And we know that, but we, it's hard for us to pull the trigger. We need things like Les Brown. We need things like this life coach. Sometimes just, you know, something to shake us to do what needs to be done. What's already in our heart we got it, but we have to take that first step. So I'm glad you did your 30 days. Sometimes I tell myself, John, what would have happened if I didn't start that journey?
0: You know,
1: all of the things that I've been through while being on that journey. I I mean, I would not have been in the the place to handle these things had I not been doing what I'm doing. I mean, no, no, without question. So uh, it's not necessarily even how far, I have made it or how much progress I have made or anything like that, it is, Hey, I'm better equipped to live life. If you, if you want to be here, you better be ready because it don't get any easier.
0: Life ain't gonna sit here and hand you a bunch of shit. It's gonna drop, kick you in the face. It's yes. gonna be like, hey, 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 I'm still here. I'm still Exactly. Here. And yeah, I, just I,
1: when you get caught, just when you think things are, that's why I said there's that ebb and flow. Cause I know when things are good, right around the corner, get ready. You know, it's almost better to celebrate the down times because, you know, hey, this too shall pass. If I'm in a bad moment, I got a good one right around the corner. <laughs>
0: yep, absolutely, yeah. And, and I think yeah. I think one of the things that I say all the time is that through adversity, on the other side of adversity is an extreme advantage. And I think that's what we've learned along the way. You know, with with yeah. my not my with anxiety that I have dealt with. On the other side of that, was yeah. was the brotherhood. Like if yeah. I didn't go through that and that shit field in my life, somebody asked me the other day, like, uh, well. I'm, Oh, what was it? I totally, uh, basically, like, well, what about your life do you love? Oh, that's what it yeah. was. And it was on a a post I made. And then they're like, well, what in your life do you, what about yours? Because that for me, it's own oh, my shit, love my story, and live with purpose. That's that's why I make decisions. And they're like, yeah, what well, do you love about your story? And I was like, well, all the shit fields I went through. I was like, because without mm-hmm. the shit fields, I wouldn't be here. And, or, yeah. i and the other side of adversity is an extreme. Advantage, and I never would have gotten that advantage if I didn't go through the shit field. Now, it sucked, but I am very appreciative and grateful of all the shitty things that have happened in my life, but I'm also extremely grateful for all the awesome things that happened in my life, but – and so yeah. so i okay.
1: love that i've got to add something to that one clay yeah, I, I think of amor fati you know in the stoic 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 philosophy but basically love love what he is love yeah. love your fate. love what's happened love what is happening yeah. i mean we got a choice you're either here or not yeah. and if you're here you might as well love what's happening because that's that's it the only <laughs> yeah. other choice is not be experiencing when we do that, I, I think it really is a shift and and I will intent, look, I mean, again, life is hard, but if we can look at it, take a deep breath and, and in lieu of losing emotional control or being really frustrated about what someone has said or done or man, life isn't fair. You take that deep breath. I love what is. And if I can keep this attitude, stand a little taller, breathe a little deeper and push through this, then I'm winning, right? Yeah. And I can win this moment. And if I master this moment, I can master my life. Yeah
0: absolutely man it is what it is right john you know that's right (laughs) it is what it is y'all like
1: saying that
0: yeah Yeah. john and we actually had a conversation i want one of our first two episodes or whatever you said it is what it is and i'm like i hate that phrase and he's like well what think about it you know it's actually very a profound statement but it also is also not a profound statement you know i'm like dang god you just
1: (laughs) yeah yeah hey it's shallow and deep man it
0: is. It is, and, and I, I think that's, that's one of those things. I want to go. I want to go back, Daniel, to this. To yeah. one of the things, because I think one of the things as we deal with fear, we deal with anxiety, not only yourself, but as we're helping other people out. Um, one of the things that I appreciate in my life
2: mm-hmm.
0: is people in my life who are going to talk to me and give me the sword version and not the fluffy cloud version. Because the mm-hmm. fluffy cloud version, when when and I'll go back to my first divorce. Is in my first divorce, I had somebody. Uh, a mentor of mine in business, he called me up, left me a phone message. You know, text message was on one of those old ass phones. You had to type in a letter three times. So, oh god, he still left voice messages then. So he yeah. called me up, put on a voice message. You know, Clay, he goes, "Stop being a big fucking baby. Pick your ass up and move forward." Click, and I was like, I was just, I listened to it. I'm like, dude, I was like so pissed. I was like going to drive, get in my car, <laughs> drive an hour away, ring the doorbell, punch him in the face. And uh, but five Uh seconds, five seconds later, though, I was like, damn, I was like, he's right, though, because that's what I was doing. I was playing a blame game. I was playing a victim game. I was I was saying this person, this person, this person. And I was never looking in the mirror. And I think from that moment on, I was like, you know what? I didn't really understand it at that point in time, but he was literally the only one in my life at that point in time that had the balls enough to say it and loved Mm. me enough to actually say it. Because everybody, Mm. even my parents, I love my parents. And and it eventually got to that point, but everybody in my life wanted to cuddle and coddle me and say, Hey, it's all going to be okay. It's all going to be okay. And he was the only person who goes, It's not okay. Yeah. It's okay, man. And and so as hey, somebody, this, sometimes
1: we need to sorry, Clay. I love no, that no, point. No, no, sometimes, yeah. we need to, sometimes we need the face mask grabbing, screaming at you, football coach. Sometimes we need the Debo swing it, pat you on the ass and say, get out there and play ball. Right? You're doing great. I don't need that necessarily. I like sometimes for somebody to say, Hey, you're being a little bitch, you're being a victim, right? I mean, and, and and just to, like you say, it's not easy to take, but sometimes, and, and what I have learned to do is through journaling, I call myself out, right? I have to just, you know, look at, I don't have anybody to tell me this. So I have to third party, be objective, look at the way that it is. And, And any social situation where I have something where somebody's rubbing me the wrong way, my ego's playing games with me, whatever the situation is, I just flesh that bad boy out, you know, and then reset, come back to the present moment. Here we go again. Right. I mean, just, but. But journaling, I, I, journaling, I, journaling is my face mask grabber. <laughs> and that's
0: that's that, that's what I was gonna say. Here's here's the thing, because when I do coaching and stuff like that, I work with men and stuff like that. I'm like, listen, you're gonna journal and you're gonna write it down in a journal, not type it on a computer. Like, come on, dude, I don't do that. I was like, that's for pussies. And I'm like, listen, I, don't give, I didn't ask you if you liked it. I didn't ask you if you wanted to do it. I said this is what you're gonna do, and like, and that's <laughs> because I yeah. was that person who said it too. I was like, I ain't doing a journal, just like reading. <laughs> Uh, same yeah. guy. Same guy said me, Hey Clay, man, you need to if you want to change your life, read. And I'm like, I don't like reading. He goes, I didn't tell you if you, I didn't ask you if you liked it. I said you want yeah. to change your life, pick up a damn book and read it. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. So you know, yeah, and that's well. where it's just like the journaling. The journaling is such a powerful, powerful tool that mm-hmm. you can put into your. So that's I love that tool that you just gave our listeners. We've talked about it. It re- reinforces that too. It's such a powerful tool. I love yeah. brain dumps. I just get everything out. And then yes, this ADHD mind here, man, there's a lot of shit that goes on in it. And I'm like, I just then I can yeah. see it. feelings, frustration. What I want to do is I want to, I want to switch, switch gears, not switch gears, but I want to ask you a question about the man in the mirror. Cause you just talked about that journaling and yeah. what about it is, what can, what, what have you done to help boost you and keep, cause one of the things you're saying is discipline. Mm-hmm. discipline is making it and i think that's one of the hardest things that we are to do and it's mm-hmm. making that commitment to yourself and keeping that commitment because every time we break a commitment no. we, as guys you, you got some john no no he's he's got uh but every time we break one of those commitments to ourselves we're saying hey i don't trust you you know yeah. and i think that's one of the trust ourselves and i think that's one of the okay. things that is very very important is that we keep those commitments and we do it so what commitments um or what talks did you have with the man in the mirror to help you stay disciplined
1: daily, hourly, even clay. I keep, I keep very close watch on myself. Uh, uh, I have to, I have to, you know, I mean, in order, in order to do and, and to keep the mindset that I want to keep, I have to give little challenges to myself throughout the day. Things, you know, okay, Daniel, Here's you can either do this or this. If you want to feel like this, well, then you're going to have to do that, right? I mean, if I want to feel good at 9 o'clock in the morning when I have a meeting with someone, well, I got to get up at 5 and go run with my friends. I mean, it's got to happen, you know? If I want to feel good this evening, it might be, Daniel, you're going to clean. You know, I've got this whiteboard behind me. I will write down my little to-do. I live by myself, so I've got, you know, I've got some... My my house is and my apartment is set up as a as a probably a little cave like you guys might have. Right. Just it's all it's all self improvement motivation. I, I keep my environment exactly like I want it. I can move my furniture around any way I want it. Right. I mean, I just I do what it takes to keep me in line, man. Yeah. <laughs> so daily check ins with that mirror and you know, people say, don't be too hard on yourself or things like this. And I think people need to do what's best for them. Me personally, I like to call myself out. So when I'm looking in the mirror, similar to the journal, hey, it, you know, anytime we're feeling too good about ourselves or feeling too badly about ourselves, they're both illusions if we look closely, yeah. right? Because we'll have one little win. Well, I don't mean squat. I mean, all we need to do is look at the rest of the world and real quickly, we'll be humbled, right? Same thing, we make a mistake and then we get real bad. Oh, I am nothing, nobody. No, the truth is you're probably somewhere right in the middle, like average, <laughs> you know. And and just just learning that kind of ebb and flow, looking at the polarity of, you know, this is my great mood, this is my terrible mood, or whatever that is, and noticing it, it's they're really the same thing. It's just an illusion of the mind, a creation of something that's not really there. And and we blow so many things out of proportion and things that happen in our lives and and so I try to I try to deal with it, accept what it is, identify it, find out what's going on psychologically, and then again, reset, move to the next moment, win the moment.
0: Oh. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is one of my favorite topics.
0: It's <laughs> good. It's good. No, good. this is great because we're just like this is what we need to hear. You know what I mean? Is is that yeah. is those different things of what you do. I always challenge people to 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 the mirror challenge. And that's go yeah. to the mirror, look at yourself dead in the eyes, tell yourself you love you, and mean it. And the reason why I do that is because I was challenged at 28, and I, when he told me it, I was in a meeting, so we were in a business meeting afterwards hanging out. There's like 50 people there. He saw me, what, one of the, the big dudes. I mean, like in the world, everybody knows this dude. And he looked at me and yeah. goes, Clay, you need to tell yourself right now, you need to go to the mirror, you need to tell yourself you love you, and mean it. And then just kept talking. <laughs> and I'm like… And in my head i'm like that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life you know mm-hmm. I tell myself i love you <laughs> i was i respected the man enough to go back two days later and i remember the apartment i remember the sink i remember the, the, everything i was living in my buddy's house i was renting a room for myself and for my daughter um and, and i thought i was good at that time thought i had it back you know i was after divorce and i thought i was back to my you're like yeah that's kicking butt and i Shit. looked at the mirror and i looked at my eyes and went and my head just dropped i remember the tears dropping into the sink i remember the emotion i remember being so pissed that i couldn't do that and then all of a sudden like this motive this in- inspiration because i don't like the motivation is just a word to keep you going inspiration is what you get your ass moving and Roger that. Inspiration to be able to do that. Six months and five days later, I was able to look in that same mirror, but I did a lot of fucking work in between. And there you go. I wasn't done, so I was t- 29 years old, finally be able to look at that man in the mirror and be like, dude, I love you. And actually mean it and believe it. There's a difference between looking at yourself and going, oh, I love you, and joking around. But there's yeah. also a difference being looking in your eyes and be like, because that is the only person who's every freaking thing about you. And that's a scary, scary ass thing. <laughs> you yeah, tell yourself right. the truth. So.
1: Yeah. And and, and and here's the thing, you know, we, we do know if somebody is really super self-aware and I promise you, if you really journal and you know this clay and John, you do too. If we really journal like we're supposed to, you're going to start to learn yourself. You know, you're going to see yeah. things that, that are not very, I mean, journaling is, they talk about getting uncomfortable. It can be uncomfortable. Yeah. I've written things that I didn't realize about myself and and i thought to myself my goodness i don't i don't like that but i love the truth and the way that i can love myself is that is who i am that is what i did what is the mistake i made that is me looking like a fool that is me getting intimidated that is me getting embarrassed it was me it is the truth and and i've made tons of mistakes i've hurt a lot of people i've been so i'm hey it is what it is but who i am today again i always come back to the present moment it does not matter what matters and who I am is who I am in this moment, period. That's so, it. so it's a, it's, we have that until we don't have it anymore. When the power goes off, you can't reset the game system anymore. Mm-hmm. But until that point, use the reset button. If you get off track, get back home on the moment. Yes.
2: I yeah.
1: love it. Great
2: knowledge, yeah. man, I, and that, and that's the thing is, you know, Cause you will fall off the tracks every now and again, you know, or, you know, you will. fly it off in a ditch. You just got to get back <laughs> on the road for sure. But,
1: well, like, I right. think about, you know, NASCAR, I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but I think about NASCAR. Sometimes they have those tremendous accidents spinning out dirt, debris, smoke, and this one car will lose control. He'll go into the infield, spin out, but his car's fine. Yep. What do you see need to do? He needs to get back on the damn track and let's roll. You know, that's it. Yep and so we are fortunate we're still alive we're still here that's one of the things i write in my dr- i'm still here yeah. you want to get great just i'm still here and yeah, then i do the this like, hey putting your arms up in the air i do this as much as possible right because that's that's a touchdown that's me finishing you know what i'm saying i mean seriously it's like it is. They, it is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's like it uh, <laughs> <laughs> who wrote the book uh uh, power, there was, she was talking about power posing, I can't remember her name yeah, right yeah. now, but, but she's talking about doing, you know, the Superman pose, yeah, but yeah, that's right, down. I mean, yeah. you know, that's why I say stand tall, breathe deep, put your hands in there, I mean, hey, this moment, own it,
0: yeah, right, yeah. absolutely,
2: yeah, you know, one of the things that I didn't get to in your in your bio here was, you know, that uh, you were in Toastmasters and stuff, that's something I'm very curious about, um like to yeah. share, share a little bit of your experience with that,
1: Oh, that's i that's
2: interested in, in, in you know, over the time here, so
1: please do it. I, I, I can't say enough good things about Toastmasters. If we really want to to become, to challenge ourselves and to do the things that make us feel uncomfortable. For me, it was public speaking. I had the, I knew that it would help me in my career. I knew that communication and working on those skills would be a good thing. Mm-hmm. And someone on audio. Uh, so this is after my 11, 11, 2014. These are some of the experiences that happened different moments. But I was listening to an audio, I was walking, because I got my 10,000 steps per day. So I'm trying to layer activities where I'm getting the most I can. And so then he he says to me, he says, Hey, you know, I say, he says to me, he's reading the book. (laughs) He says to me, uh, you know, what is the one thing you need to do? Maybe it's public speaking, maybe you need to find a public speaking class. And as soon as he said it, I knew that I needed to do it. I stopped the audio, I stopped walking, and I started searching. For public speaking classes near me, and Toastmasters, which I'd never heard of, came up. I I found out when the next event was, and I was at the next meeting. Right, and and Toastmasters has been an incredible. uh, I mean, for me, that was exactly what I needed to do. For for every now looking back, and as everything has played out, I understand. and and just think have I not made that call and I made it right away so that's some of the things when I'm talking and speaking I will mention this because it's it's when we feel it what you were talking about earlier you know hey I, I know a guy told me the other day after I talked he said hey I need my 11-11-2014 moment so of course he was talking about needing that turnaround I didn't say anything to him I said I understand I didn't want to push the issue he's aware of it but my point is when we are aware of what we do, when we connect these dots, when we understand we we have a responsibility at that point to take action then. I mean, yes. you have to do it then. You have to do it right away. The more time that goes, the less confidence you will have. Yep. So what's that book, 54321, Mel Robbins, 54321? Go. Yeah. I mean, don't, if it, you know, everything from talking to a girl that you want to ask her on a date to a sales call to whatever it is, five, four, three, two, one, let's roll.
0: <laughs> Take advantage of the opportunity and the lifetime of the opportunity. Eric Thomas I, is awesome, man. And that's uh, Eric,
1: Eric Thomas. Oh, okay.
0: He's, uh, yeah, Eric- you know, I haven't listened to him much, oh, but I, I,
1: I, I know he's good.
0: Yeah, Eric Thomas and Les Brown literally six years ago when I was in that spin. You know, I was just in that cycle mode in the dryer. Yeah. You know, dryer like, you know, all of that. Like Les Brown, it was Les Brown, the one you're talking about, Les Brown. That one always came up to Georgia Dome. It was Eric Thomas and it was Tony Robbins. Those guys right there. Uh, and I think one of those things is too is Tony uh, Robbins. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, and and amazing. and he does that in the, in the in the priming. You know, and I think I think one of the one of the important things is, is is what are you putting in your mind. That's yeah. something that's so important because what I was putting in my mind before to give me the results well, the the results I was getting how do I don't want to say this let me let me revert back a little bit. John Maxwell okay. says you are exactly and this is for every one of us sitting here and every listener you're exactly in your life where you are because of the choices you have made. period that's it. Amen and for me at that point in time i didn't want to own the fact that i put myself in that anxiety cycle that anxiety spiral that anxiety hell i put myself into um because i was choosing to put shit into my body and i was choosing to put shit into my mind and if you put shit in you're going to get shit back out <laughs> like that's a for that absolutely that's what you're going to get and i didn't want to take ownership of it because i was the one choosing to do that and i think that's one of the biggest things is i i started One of the big things that I started to do is I started to surround myself with people that I knew were in a different spot than I was where I wanted to be, whether they were right next to me inside and I could get face-to-face or was people like – for me, I had to go Eric Thomas. I had to go Les Brown, and I had to go Tony Robbins because I wasn't willing to put myself in that vulnerable state with somebody else yet. So Mm -hmm. my next question comes to – vulnerability we had an amazing conversation on vulnerability last night in the brotherhood it was it was awesome it was cool yeah. the perspectives of it was so awesome um uh, but so vulnerability how did i asked ask the question to you day i asked it to every brotherhood member last night how has vulnerability and this is put this into the perspective of fear and anxiety how has vulnerability opened you up in the in that realm
1: oh man that's so that's kind of where I, I, I hang my hat. You know, I call myself the average dude. I'm not, ever. I don't want to ever put any fluff into it. You know, I haven't reached some point of success where people want to emulate me. I've made some progress, but that's what I can add to conversations at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, and so I like to say it like it is. I like, but vulnerability has helped me tremendously because what I started doing with Toastmasters, my fir- my very first speech, you know, I thought it's called, it was called, uh, you know, your icebreaker. So you go out and you you introduce yourself. And I was thinking about, oh, man, you know, I'm going to be talking about so I've, I've never done any public speaking. And you got a room full of people, what am I going to say about me, you know, to these people for five minutes. And at that point, especially, there was nothing going on in the average news life. Uh, nothing but bad stuff. And I thought, hmm, and so I decided that I, so my first, my first one, I, I made a mask out of a paper plate, put some holes in it and, and I held that, that plate up to my face and I walked up and I said, you know, I could stand up here and tell you about all the good things that I've done in my life and, and try to impress you. But the truth is I haven't done anything. So I'm going to take off this happy mask and I threw the mask away, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but awesome. You know, when I took the mask down, the look on people's face, I thought that they made laugh. I wasn't sure how, the, uh, but I can remember everybody's eyes were like this, you know, <laughs> They're just looking at me. And I thought, oh my gosh. And, and that's when I, I kind of talked about, you know, just, just my life up to 11, 11, 14 and, and some of the things that happened and some of the things that I was embarrassed about, vulnerable about um and things that I would kept hidden away that I thought people would think and here's the deal when you're vulnerable you find out guess what you're a human being congratulations we all do the same damn things don't we i mean and so i was like oh well now now so so to your point about connectivity and 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 so i did i stayed i'm kind of a as y'all can tell i'm i'm outgoing when i'm around people but i i stayed so isolated that I didn't really know how to connect with people per se on a certain level. Right. Yeah. And, and so now I'm just learning, I'm learning that we're all very similar is what I'm learning, <laughs> you know, and, and through the podcast, man, I've, I've, i really, I've fallen in love with that. I love interviewing much yeah. more than I love to speak because it just, you know, I, I look for these things within people, what makes them tick? How are they doing it? Seeing the similarities, not always in competition, you know, it's it's not about the competition. It's about that synergy, man. You know, we're all playing the same game. <laughs> we'll be here, and then we won't be. Yeah. I lost yeah. a friend who was super talented. He was super successful. he He died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. and and it I just I just thought, you know, it we're here and then we're not. The most powerful position is to be here in this moment as the most yeah. intellectual being that is out here i mean we're top of the food chain but we spend our times gra- comparing on a granular level and thinking we're not enough where we are we're smart yeah. compared to the rest of the animal kingdom
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's true we are good enough and we do have what it takes and and I mean, yeah those are, two, those are two questions everybody as humanity we ask not just men women ask it too am i good enough and do i have what it takes and you can put that in every area am i am i good enough to be a good man <clears throat> do I have what it takes to be a good man, a father, husband, mother, uh, wife, you know, anywhere in your career, whatever it may be speaking on stage. And I think it's one of the things is that like, we really have to zone in on what are your, what are your gifts? And I think one of those there things as we go through is like, what are you about? That's why I talk about purpose all the time, because I went through life with no why. And yeah. it was like, okay, I was a school teacher driving to school going oh, like, this sucks. Like, and I showed up, because it was an awesome schedule, and I got off during the summers. That's what I ended up being. Like I went into teaching, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get into the educational field, and they get a year or two in. You're like, dude, what the fuck? This was not, <laughs> this was not what these people at college told me this was going to be. And, yeah. uh, and you're like, oh shit. So, but you you do push to strive to make a difference to 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 connect with kids to build that relationship. It's uh, some people, you know, they're they just at, at me at that point in time, I was a burnout teacher. I was just going through the motions. That's what I was doing. And and, and I, I own all of that. And there's where what changed for me was because I figured out hey, who the hell is Clay Smelter? And mm-hmm. what is he all about? Because somebody asked me one time, well, Clay, you know, like, what is your purpose? I'm like, dude, do you, I just want to be a great dad. And then they asked me, well, what's that mean? And I'm like, shit, I don't know. i'm like i don't know i'm like just to be a great dad you're like okay yeah what the hell does that mean and i'm like i don't know like well you (laughs) might want to figure that out so you can yes and i think it's one of the things we got so tied up into what we do and when i look at my the anxiety journey that i've gone through i think a lot of that tied back to it is because i didn't know who the fuck i was so i'm worried about I'm worried about and, and and I had this dual thing going on. I want to know, Daniel, if you had this, if you had this dual, because we have those masks. I played the Joker's mask. I I wore the Joker's mask and I wore the Macho Man mask. I wore those two masks. Um, yeah, <laughs> I had more than that. <laughs> I those were my two big ones. But when I wore them, I wore them because I didn't want I didn't want to be exposed. If mm-hmm. I exposed myself, that means my wife would know who I really was my kids would know, my coworkers would know who I really was. Cause I was Mr. Positivity. I was Mr. Like fun, happy, go lucky. Hey, right? husband drunk. Yeah. And he, they're like, he doesn't drink at all. And they're like, Oh, okay. He's pretty like crazy and out there, you know, Yeah, it's like those yeah. things. But I did it to because I didn't want the real negative Mr. Clay Smeltzer to be exposed. So mm-hmm. did what, what you had those masks that you have. Yeah. What man, like, you know that is, the, I'm trying that to is ask. it can't come out. Yeah, I, so th- you know, I think so.
1: I want to talk about it either way. <laughs> you <laughs> know, it's this ongoing truth of self. To me, that is the journey, right? And so I journal because the more we understand our strengths and weaknesses, yep. and look at the full spectrum, right? We do have these strengths. We do have certain areas where, hey, maybe somebody's a good carpenter. Maybe they they're really good on the grill. I'm naming things that I'm terrible at. I can't <laughs> cook.
0: I mean, John's a good uh, carpenter, and I can, i think I can cook. I think I can cook on the grill. See there? That's what I'm
1: saying. You know, it's so easy to whatever it is, and and you know, we say not to compare ourselves. I say don't compare yourself in a way that makes you feel less than. fit. Compare in a way where yep. you feel inspired, right? It doesn't make you less of a human being if if Clay can, you know knows how to work on his car and change the tire, and the average dude doesn't. I'm still a man, right? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? i mean everybody's got their thing that they are good with and and again my doing the podcast and interviewing all sorts of different folks that's the thing that has made me feel better about myself and not afraid anymore to look at those things that is the reality of the situation because when we are in the truth of ourselves, we have roots deeper than a sequoia tree right i mean you ain't gonna rock this bad boy you're ready for the storm you know, the deep the more you understand yourself and the more you accept it, the better you are. And it's a never-ending journey.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely.
2: Yes. Absolutely. I dig it. And and you know, speaking uh, earlier, we talked about Eric Thomas. I I'd have to say too, uh, I just seen he just dropped a new book. It's called UOU.
0: That's one of his greatest speeches after every single person on here. Listen, I listen to that fucking thing every single day. I don't know. Hey, don't talk
1: about it. I'm definitely going to listen to
0: it. You owe you. Because, and that's where, like, listen, I think, and John, sorry, I hate to interrupt, but I think this is where part of my purpose is own your shit because I didn't want to. You owe you, like, you owe you, like that speech right there over and over and over and over. I'm the only freaking person in my entire life that can own me. That's it. And, yeah. and so dude, seriously, John, that's crazy that you brought that up because I'm like, literally you said that. I'm like, that is the over and over and over again. That's the one I listened to on that. So John, what, I know you had a question or two, so sorry to interrupt.
2: No, you're good. No, you're good. I'd like I said I want to throw that out there. And as we were kind of going back, as we were talking earlier, you know, about getting yourself in the right areas, you know, like you were saying, Clay, that's how you didn't have those people. I was a roofer, man. I was I was a roofer for 20 years. You know, those are not definitely the greatest people to uh, learn and inspire from. <laughs> I <have to> say. <laughs> yeah. But you know, so I used I used Instagram for to 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 follow people that were doing things that you know Gary V and and Ed Milet and Dave Meltzer, you know, and to gain that that knowledge yeah. and then also that inspiration to to get into spirit and, you know, which then led me into Wayne Dyer and, and all of these other great people that I was using. Oh yeah. That kind
1: of stuff. Yeah, man. Absolutely. And, 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 and we have an opportunity, John, to create our circle of five or circle, you know, with social media, what it does have some negatives. Obviously everything does that polarity comes back, but there's a lot of good that can come from it. And one of them is if we choose people that you want to hang around with, everybody's putting out content, you hang out with anybody you want to saturate yourself in personal development sounds like it's what you did yeah and and that's just i mean it works if you watch the your six o'clock news or you listen to eric thomas and then tell me what happens afterwards i mean yeah. um, and, oh, yeah. and that's your solution <laughs> uh, i, I yeah. do want to mention one thing I, I think that that full responsibility that was one that was tough for me too you know i i wanted to I wanted to play the blame game. Let's just say, for instance, cause it's so easy with relationships. Oh, she's a crazy blankety blank blank. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you married her. You know what I'm saying? And I'm speaking to myself. i, they, I married this woman. So I'm calling myself an insane crazy person because I'm married. You, you know? And it, and so it doesn't matter what happened after that. You made the decision. Yeah. You take full responsibility. And I, I refrain from saying anything negative about, you know, my ex-wife or anything like that. And the truth is, once I started doing that, then I started to see, wait a minute, I've contributed just as much as her. I mean, I, no wonder, no wonder she may have done some of the things she did. Yeah. And, and, and this will show up, too. I've got to mention this has been on my mind. Uh, you know, when we will, let's say, for instance, somebody doesn't return a text. And we'll say, how dare them not return my text? That is so, you shouldn't do that. And then we're ignoring a text on the other end. You know, mm-hmm. these laws of human nature, We the, the biggest law of human nature is the laws don't apply to the person that's applying, that's, that's talking <laughs> about the laws. I mean, it, you know, I mean, so I'll, I'll give you one more example. There was a guy on LinkedIn. He said 90% of social media is people out here uh trying to validate themselves through producing content and i just sat there and thought for a minute okay so you're telling me that you're one of the 10 percent that has everything figured out right i mean you know so you're doing the same thing and that's my point human nature we you know uh george carlin says anybody driving faster than you is a maniac and anybody slower is a moron why is that
0: yeah that is so true that is so true smart man too he's a smart man oh i I love me
1: some george Carlin, man Uh, that's good
0: any anything else because we're going to move into those top three tools anything else daniel that you wanted to bring up with fearing anxiety that we might not have touched base that you thought about man that that was
1: a fun ride man I, i i enjoyed that conversation um yeah i i would just say uh you know, that, that full for, for responsibility and using that journal, those, those are the two things that, that really just kind of, uh, that jumped out there. But yeah, all, all of that,
0: what we just said. <laughs> that. Do that, do that, do that. <laughs> So what what three tools, what the, the out of the things that we talked about, things that you might other use, because what we really want to do is with the with the podcast and with the brotherhood is give men tools that they can utilize in their lives. And because I believe if you're gonna put time, energy, and money or effort into anything, and this takes effort to listen to the podcast, is that there should be usable and valuable things for you. If it's not usable mm-hmm. and valuable, we're all going to sit here and go, I ain't fucking well, doing anything with you. You're it. giving
1: me some great ideas. I love that. I think it's a great idea that I need to do the same on my podcast. What I would say, number one, let's do, let's talk about the Mel Robbins countdown. So we're going to identify something that we need to do. And it's, yep. we're going to tell ourselves, we're going to commit to when I feel that I need to take action, I am going to start the timer and I'm going to count five, four, three, and I'm going to move, whatever it is. And I'm not going to wait on a big speech or a big something. I'm going to in my day-to-day life look for times when I something, hey, it might be fun to go over there and and you know introduce myself to that person. Oh, they don't want to talk to me. That's five, four, three, go. You know? Yeah, and the more we do that, we're gonna start gaining confidence. We're gonna we're gonna write about our experiences of what we're feeling, right? So the journaling. I think we we need to have that within within our uh, committing to to overcoming fear yep. because that's gonna help us become more self aware, right? Absolutely. And the more self aware we can, become, the better. And then having a a great uh, having a terrible short term memory. I mean, <laughs> less is the one that can forget quickly. So after we do these actions, right? We're, it, we, we, reset. I call it reset. You come back to the present moment, you completely forget, and the process starts all over again. If you're doing something that is comfortable for you right now, say it's a, you know, for me, it's my podcast. I've gotten pretty comfortable to doing it a certain way. Well now, guess what? It's time to get out of, you know, I want to get out on the street. I want to be holding the microphone. I want, so we have to be intentional about looking for opportunities to make ourselves uncomfortable when we feel it, the timer starts five, four, three, two, one. Let's roll. And and so we're just going to combine all of that to, for a system where we're taking action, reviewing that action, and then doing it again.
0: Boom! Oh, love it. Yeah. A R A sequence: assess, reflect, and adjust. And we. That's there you we go. Know.
1: Hey, that, well, that, Yeah, that that's it. I love the five, four, three, two, one. That was one of my first books that I read, and I used it so much, and it sounds so simple, but it's so effective.
0: Correct. Absolutely. And that's that's the cool thing about the tools that that we teach, and every every guest that comes on gives those tools is because they're yeah. simple, easy to use. The problem is, is, you have to stay disciplined to use the damn things. <laughs> we know all <laughs> yeah. this. Just like like we know. And again, as men, especially, we know what the fuck we need to do. It's yes. just half the time we're like, "I don't do." It. I just don't take action on it. So it's taking that action—that five, four, three, two, one—I think is a great thing to be able to take action. So awesome, yeah. dope. We're at our—we're at listen, dope. We're at our favorite time of the time of the thing. You want to let him know? Out, I'm kind of scared.
2: Ten questions, five seconds to answer each one had uh, a okay. rip, and and we'll go at it. I'll start it out here. Okay, I've got
1: five seconds to respond. Is that right?
0: Yeah, that's it. Yeah.
1: How long can my answer be? It needs to be short.
0: Yeah, whatever. Five sec-
1: okay, yeah. Five
0: seconds. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, uh, you, uh, what's your favorite animal? Um, uh, giraffe. Work or play? Work. What's your favorite word?
1: Ambiguous.
0: Oh, John, didn't you say that the other day? No, I said plethora. Oh, plethora. Okay. All right. Yeah. You guys, you two befuddled me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We're going we got to learn vocabulary words. I'm dumbfounded. Don't ask me to spell it. Don't ask me to spell it. So. <laughs> Top book recommendation for our listeners
1: The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. We'll go to something different, a little bit different.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Who's your hero? My dad. What's your deepest fear?
1: Mm, Not being
0: accepted. (laughs) Nice.
2: If you could go back in time to change any part of your life, would you?
1: No, no.
0: What do you, what do you wish you learned sooner?
1: The power of taking action the power of taking uncomfortable action I mean what we're talking about is what you know I'm again I wouldn't change anything so it's happened the way that it's happened but if you can start applying some of the things that we're talking about regardless of where you are in your life situation or circumstances don't feel like oh this person's been doing it for seven you've got to do that first day and I can guarantee day one day one you're gonna feel better yes you know that that's what we need to offer folks because the day one, the the high that I got from doing the right thing on, say, day one of this journey, it's the same high as it is today. So you can be in swimming in that water of fulfillment right away. It's not something down the road. Just take control of your life in this moment. Five, four, three, two, <laughs> got to, start,
2: you gotta be great to start, you gotta start to be great hey there you go <laughs> do, you, love it. do you prefer the soft cloud version or the sword version of the truth
1: the sword version
0: yes love it, what is, Give your it to big, me. <laughs> what is your biggest strength
1: uh communication
0: nice nice awesome well those are the 10 questions so that was a too bad was it <laughs> i love
1: that hey that i am stealing that idea yeah, i'm gonna right. do two with the average dude the next yeah. podcast i did, man that's great I stole it from
0: that's Scott fun. Scott Ferguson the um um uh live your life podcast um yeah so let it sh no time <laughs> hey, to Scott, shine, time It's time the shine podcast that it is <laughs>
1: okay you gotta do okay. his plug in there
0: yeah yeah he's uh yes. awesome dude awesome dude from down there oh. in Florida but Daniel man we had a great time here today uh I love yeah. it y'all are, are doing a great day. job with it Thank you. Thank you. And, and listeners got a ton out of this because it's, it is, it's listen, guys, we're just, we're just average dudes. You know what I yeah. mean? And I think that's one of the biggest thing is like, I'm nothing special. John's nothing special. You're not, nothing special. we just, what we have done though, is we put things that are in place in our lives to be the best version of ourselves and not somebody else, not those. And we stop trying to be everything for everybody else. And we're what we need to be for ourselves. And when we do that, that overflows our cup, that allows us to be on purpose and on fire every single day and allows us to hold that line for ourselves and for like our other and for other men. So um and that's what we do in the brotherhood. So guys, I know you love this episode. Here's the, again the four things that we do. One, download this episode for future use. Subscribe, rate, review, rank this podcast uh so that we get shared out to more. And the last thing here is make sure you share this episode with one other person in your life that you know is going to take something from it so looking forward to putting this out here and uh, yeah. the listeners having a great great time uh, with this connect with Daniel Daniel how can they connect with you um,
1: yeah find me find me on like I say google me Daniel Allison the average dude or get on LinkedIn look up Daniel Allison or the average dude you, you'll get to me and everything under that umbrella so
2: awesome awesome right It was a pleasure. I definitely dug it.
0: it was a good time and yeah. we appreciate it like
1: that yeah thank you guys enjoyed it and uh we'll see you next time
0: awesome see you guys appreciate your listeners okay. go share go rate go review all right later guys